Well, good evening, my brothers and sisters. I thank God for this evening and thank God for your patience. Uh, yes, Shannon, I am live now. So if you are able uh, to get me, we're on Facebook Live now. Um, for those of you who have been waiting to join us, uh, we do apologize. Technology is technology, though. And um, uh, we are hoping that those of you who have been waiting to join us uh, for the Bible study tonight are uh, letting your friends know. If you will go ahead and uh, let your friends know that you are watching, um, go ahead. Somebody, do me a favor, somebody text uh, Shannon and let her know as well because she's uh, she's been trying to connect with me and I think we've had some some difficulty um, uh, getting everybody on on the line. Uh, so if somebody can just connect with Shannon real quickly, I know you have a number, many of you do, uh, so go ahead and do that for me. Uh, those of you who are watching, thank you for being with us. We're gonna try and um, make sure we get through this together. Um, we have had a few difficulties this evening uh, getting on, but I thank you for your patience. Uh, we're steadily working our way through this and steadily um, uh, learning the technology as we go. I told you last week we're building the plane and flying it at the same time. So I want to thank you for your patience. Thank you for your diligence uh, in, in making sure that you stay uh, with us as we connect with us. As you can tell, I'm, I'm doing all kinds of things, trying to get my lighting correct as well. Uh, so y'all, I know y'all laugh and go ahead and, uh, <laughs> I know you laugh and go ahead. You can, you can get your laugh out, but we're going to have it. We're going to get it together. Amen. We're going to get it together. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully all things will go well the rest of the night. As we continue to gather, I'm just giving a few more minutes, uh, for people to get on board, get online, go ahead and share and like, uh, let your friends and neighbors know that you are with us in K Chapel Bible study is online right now. Uh, while you're doing that, let me go ahead also and uh, let you know uh, that we are continuing to monitor uh, all of the uh, uh, the evolving uh, parts of of what we are facing in terms of this pandemic, uh, and we are continuing to make sure that we do those things that are uh, in the best interest of our church community as well. Uh, as those who, who love us and, and who we, to whom we minister. Um, as you saw, probably those of you who are in Jackson, you saw uh, that our mayor did uh, issue uh, an order today uh, in terms of staying home. Uh, and so we want to be mindful of that. I want to ask all of UK Chapel uh, that we make sure that we pay attention to those orders as well as the uh, shelter uh, in place order that was issued by our governor as well. Uh, we want to abide by those things. We want to be good citizens. Uh, we want to make sure that we are doing those things that are necessary uh, to, to bring this, this virus to an end, to contain and curtail it as best as we can. And I believe that as we do our part, when we do all that we can do, uh, that God will do uh, what we can't. Uh, and we're thankful that he is the God who, who sees and knows and can do all things exceedingly well. Uh, to that end, to that end, we will continue 
uh, we will continue to um, uh, have our online services at 11, uh, 11 a.m. We want you to continue to join us by way uh, of your live streaming uh, platforms. Uh, there's so many different ways that uh, you can join us now. Uh, and and I liken I liken the way that you can join us like this. You know, there there you can you can get to K Chapel. Uh, if we were meeting here in the building, uh, you could you could come by way of 55. You could come by way of 220. Uh, you could come by way of 20. Uh, there are a lot of different ways for you to get to K Chapel, and uh, we're we're using that same um, that same philosophy. Uh, whatever way suits you best, whether that's YouTube, the YouTube channel, uh, whether that's Facebook, which we're using right now. Uh, those of you who are on the app, you can uh, let your neighbors know uh, that that the app is working right now. I got a text just now, so if those are more familiar with the uh, uh, the K Chapel app, you can use that right now to connect with us. Uh, many ways to connect, and we we did that on purpose uh, because people are just uh, familiar with different things and more comfortable. Uh, with different uh, platforms, and we want to use those platforms that are most convenient uh, and most comfortable for for our users. Uh, and so, whatever is comfortable for you, make sure that you uh, uh, use that platform to to access us here at K Chapel. I want to uh, go ahead and get into our study uh, for tonight. Again, thank you for joining us. Um, and and yes, I see the I see the uh, the the. Uh, messages. Thank you so much. I see everybody who's on. Uh, Sabrina, Helen Luster, God bless you. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for being on uh, and being a part of tonight's study. Let's do our part, okay, Chapel. Let's do our part, citizens of Jackson, uh, to, to make sure that we uh, can, can bring this to an end as best as we can. We don't know. Listen, let's be honest. We don't know how long this is going to last. Um, we got some sobering numbers last night. If you were watching the news uh, from our president, um, we got some sobering numbers and some sobering statistics, uh, and that ought to bring things to to a real um, uh, a real place of, of of gravity for us. If we've been taking it lightly thus far, uh, we need to be very serious about this. And I was sharing with someone just the other day. Um, you know, sometimes we want to go on with business as usual. Uh, we want to uh, act as if, uh, you know, this is just an inconvenience and we want to go on with our lives with as little inconvenience, with as little uh, discomfort as possible, doing those things that we normally do. Listen, folks, this isn't normal. Let's just be honest. This is not normal. Um, and we've got to make some adjustments. We've got to do things uh, that aren't normal. And that may, that may mean doing some radical things, doing some things very differently. Uh, and, and so let's be, let's be honest about that. Let's be diligent in that. Uh, and let's be flexible enough uh, uh, so that we aren't, aren't just so, so stuck on our own schedules and so stuck to our own patterns and traditions and ways of doing things uh, that we aren't willing to make the adjustments. All right. That said, listen, let's get into the study for tonight. Last week, we talked about the hands of God. Uh, if you were with us on this past uh, Sunday, uh, uh, Carolyn Coleman, who's a wonderful uh, soprano voice, uh, she ended the service for us by singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. He's got you and me, everybody 
in his hands. And we talked last week about the hands of God. I asked you, uh, for those of you who have the notes, uh, and if you go to our, our uh, online platform, the notes are there. Uh, I asked you to look at point number six. And to look at point number six, that would be our jumping off point for tonight. Uh, point number six says, the hand of the Lord will always be with his people. The hand of the Lord will always be with his people. And we looked at, we looked at, um, uh, we were talking about God's hands being powerful, God's hands protecting his people, God's hands sometimes uh, being a, a, a punishing or disciplining his people, God's hands uh, always being against his, his opponents or his enemies. But here we see the hand of the Lord always being with his people. I want to zero in on that tonight because, because there, there's, there's, um, this tension of of the absence of problems uh, somehow being associated with the presence of God that we think God is with us as long as we aren't going through anything we assume that God is with us if there is an absence of problems and if there's a a presence of problems the questions become well where is God and where did God go where where is his hand uh, and we assume that because problems are here, it suggests that God has gone somewhere. I want to, I want to, I want to nip that in the bud right now. Don't believe that. The absence of problems, the absence of problems, uh, just because we have problems does not mean that God has forsaken us. Um, if you look in the book of, of Judges, book of Judges, chapter number six, Judges chapter number six, um, and you will find there a, a character by the name of, a person rather, by the name of Gideon. Uh, Gideon uh, was used by God in a very mighty way, but the angel of the Lord came to Gideon uh, when he was hiding in a wine press. He was hiding in a wine press, pressing the grapes, uh, and he was doing that because the Midianites, uh, who were being used by God to punish Israel at that time, uh, they, they would come into the land seven years straight. They came into the land and they reaped uh, the harvest, everything that the Israelites had planted, everything uh, that, that they were looking forward to harvesting themselves before they could harvest it. For seven years straight, the Midianites beat them to their harvest. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, you, you've been planting a garden. You, you, you've been tilling the soil. You planted the seeds. You've weeded all the weeds out. You've been watching your, your, your vegetables grow. You've been watching the greens and the cucumbers and the tomatoes, and, and you're getting ready to harvest. But before you can harvest it, anything, your neighbor comes in and steals it. Don't, 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 don't tell me anything. I hope nobody does that. But your neighbor comes in and steals your, your crop, your garden before you can get there. That's what the Midianites were doing for seven years straight. And not just this little garden, but this was the harvest of all of Israel. All of Israel was lost. Uh, their harvest was lost to the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord came to, to Gideon one day and, and said to him, uh, you, are, you are a mighty man of valor and God is with you. Now, you would think you would think that that would be great. That would be great uh, news for for Gideon. But I love what Gideon said. Gideon, Gideon asked the question that a lot of us would ask. Gideon said, if the Lord is with us. Watch that, y'all. He said, if the Lord is with us, then why has all of this befallen us? If God's hand is with us, this is in Judges chapter 6. Read it for yourself. Judges chapter 6, uh, right around verse 13. Verse 13 says, if the Lord be with us, 
then why is all of this befallen us? Why, why for seven years straight are our, are our, why, why, why are our crops stolen right out from under us for seven years straight and nothing happens? God, if you're with us, why this injustice? God, if you're with us, why this pain? God, if you're with us, why this tribulation and this heartache? Let's be honest. Some of us have asked the same question. God, if you're with us, why, why am I going through like this? God, if you're with me, why, why did I have to go through that divorce? If you're with me, God, why, why did I have to lose this loved one? God, if you're with me, why, why, why did I have to lose my job? God, if you're with me, why has all of this befallen us? Gideon asked that question. Some of us are asking that very question as it relates to this pandemic. God, if you're with us, why are we going through this kind of pain? Why, why, why are there these kinds of projections that hundreds of thousands of people will die from this virus? God, if you're with us. You know, there's some, there's some who would suggest, who would suggest that that God is with us, but perhaps he can't do anything about this. I know you don't believe uh, what I'm saying, but, but there's a person, there's a rabbi, a Jewish rabbi by the name of Harold Kushner. Harold Kushner wrote the book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. And in that book, I, I want to read a quote from that book for you. A quote directly from that book, When Bad Things Happen to Good People. Here's what Harold Kushner writes. He says, Laws of nature do not make exceptions for nice people. A bullet has no conscience. Neither does a malignant tumor or any automobile gone out of control. That is why good people get sick and get hurt as much as anyone else. No matter what stories we were taught about Daniel or Jonah in Sunday school, God does not reach down to, to interrupt the workings of laws of nature to protect the righteous from harm. This is a second area in our, word, in our world which causes bad things to happen to good people, and God does not cause it and cannot stop it. That's what Harold Kushner says. Kushner says, listen, bad things happen, and and there are, there are laws that govern the world. And basically, he has the concept that God has created the world, right? And he stepped back from the world and detached himself from it and basically created all of the laws of the universe, laws of gravity, laws of physics, laws of chemistry, laws of biology, right? And he put those things in place, and now he allows the world to operate without interrupting those laws, now, I've got a problem with that, because if that's true, then what accounts for the miracles in the Bible? If God does not interrupt the laws that he created, if God cannot interrupt the nature that he himself created, then what do you do with, with, with the children crossing, uh, the children of Israel crossing the, the Red Sea on dry ground? He, he's clearly interrupting the laws of physics. What do you do with a Jesus and a Peter who walks on water? 
That's a God who's interrupting the laws of physics. What, what, do, you do, with, what do you do with a raven that feeds Elijah? That's, that's a God interrupting the nature of a bird itself. What, what do you do with an axe head that floats? Uh, for Elisha, what do you do with with the bottomless barrel of 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 meal and and oil for a widow woman that would not uh, run out? What do you do with all of these miracles if God cannot at any point interrupt them, change them, and even suspend them? Oh yeah, he he'll suspend them. Talk 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 to Joshua. Joshua was in battle one day and and he called on on the sun to stop moving so that he could finish he could finish the battle. And, and the record is is that on that day the sun held its place. <laughs> Don't tell me what my God can't do. God, listen, if God if God created if God created the laws, he can interrupt the laws. And he could suspend the laws because he's not bound by the laws. God is not bound by the laws he created. He created them and he can do whatever he wants to with them or around them because he's God. And so I want us to be encouraged this, this, this evening that, 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 that this virus, this virus is not bigger than God. He's bigger than this. And at any time, he can interrupt it. He can suspend it. He can stop it. He can reverse it. He can cause it to come to, to come to a complete to come to a complete end. Why? Because he's God. He's God. Okay. And so and so we cannot we cannot assume and we cannot think that just because bad things are happening just because bad things are happening that it somehow means that that God's hand is suddenly not with us. No, beloved. No, beloved. No. God is with us. Even, even when things have gone uh, bad, even when situations uh, have, have turned sour, even when, when problems abound, even when uh, our society is different from everything, when our world is on fire, God's hand is still with us. That's the good news. The Bible says, and Jesus says rather, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Folks, that right there should give us comfort. That should give us hope. That should actually give us peace. That no matter what happens, Jesus says, our Father, our, our Savior says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. The prophet Isaiah says, when you go through the waters, <laughs> the Lord says, I'll be with you. He says, when you go through the fires, the, the flames shall not kindle upon you. I'll be with you. That's good news, beloved. And if you can't, if you can't celebrate anything else, celebrate the fact that God's presence God's powerful hand, he says, listen, no matter what happens, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So look, so look, let's, let's look at it real quickly. Um, in the book of Acts, the book of Acts, there's a, a passage 
that I want you to look at in the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 11. Acts chapter number 11. Acts chapter number 11. Uh, this is where Stephen, Stephen, who was uh, a young uh, deacon, you might call it, uh, in, in the early church. I don't know why my camera keeps, uh, <laughs> keeps going crooked on you guys. I'm sorry about that. Uh, let me try and fix it real quick. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. Y'all forgive me. Um, <laughs> Acts chapter 11. Stephen is a, is a, is a deacon in the early church. And, um, if you look at Acts chapter 11, this is where Stephen is being stoned to death, right? Stephen is stoned to death and he's murdered for being a witness of Jesus Christ. But I love the fact, I love the fact that it's clear that even in and through that moment that God was with him. So the text says, Stephen, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God to welcome him home. That, that was even, even as Stephen is being persecuted, God was with him. God is with us. So, so don't think, don't think that because problems abound that God has forsaken us. No, I love that poem. Y'all remember it, the poem, I believe it's called Footprints, uh, where the man is having a dream and, and he sees uh, two sets of footprints and, and he, he remembers that as he looks back over his life uh, that, that he sees that the Lord was walking with him. Y'all remember that poem, don't you? It, it hangs up on all of our walls. Y'all remember that poem. And, and he says that he looked and he, he looked back over the landscape of his life and he noticed that it was when the Lord was, um, uh, that, that, that when times were difficult, uh, that he saw two sets of footprints, uh, but when times, uh, I'm sorry, when times were, were good, he saw two sets of footprints, but when times were difficult, he only saw one set of footprints, and he asked the Lord, he said, Lord, why is it that when times were good, you were with me, but when times were bad, you left me by myself? And don't, don't deny it, God, because I see that there were only one set of footprints. I see that you left me. And Jesus responded, he said, I didn't leave you, son. He said, that's when I was carrying you. I was holding you. I was, I was actually keeping you. And the footprints that you're looking at were not yours. They're mine. Folks, God is not leaving us. He's standing beside us. He's standing with us. He said, lo, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so um, uh, Hebrews chapter 13, Hebrews chapter 13, verse five, uh, I've already referenced uh, where Jesus says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. John chapter 10, verse 27 through 29, John chapter 10, verses 27 through 29. Listen to this. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life. Here it is. They shall never perish. Here it is. Watch it. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. 29. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. That's it, y'all. That's it, beloved. Nobody 
Nothing is able to snatch us out of the hands of our Savior. That's good news. That's blessed news. Nothing. And so, and so I'll be very honest with you. Let me be very transparent with you even. Um, there have been moments last week when I've asked the Lord, Lord, what, what is all of this? What are we to make of all of this? How do we interpret this theologically? Where do we land in terms of, of understanding your prophetic word, what you've declared and 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 is this some have suggested no this is this is a uh, a sign of the lord's return i don't particularly subscribe to that because my bible tells me that no man knows the day nor the hour when the son of man shall return so i'm not i'm not counting the days and trying to figure out if god is 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 sending his son back to to earth that that's that's not where i am that's god's business my business is to be ready. That's your business as well. That whenever the Lord returns, to be ready. I shared with uh, the church some time ago uh, that, that when the Spanish uh, uh, flu uh, in 1918 killed some uh, millions of people, uh, people said then that Jesus was, was on his way back. When millions of people were killed in World War I and World War II, people said Jesus is on his way back. Listen, he didn't come then. I don't know if he's coming now. And if anybody tells you they know, you ought to look at them with a suspect eye. I can't raise the one eyebrow, but you, you ought to raise one eyebrow uh, and be suspect because the Bible says no man knows the day nor the hour when the son of man shall return. So I'm not, I'm not putting it on a calendar. What I am doing I'm asking God, God, in and through all of this, because I believe that Paul's words are true, that all things work together for the good to them who love the Lord and who are the called according to this purpose. So my question is, and what I'm waiting to see is, God, how are you going to use this for your glory and for our good? All things work together for the good. That being true, God, I'm waiting to see and I'm believing that this will work for your glory and this will work for our good. I already told you, listen, uh, beautiful things are happening already. We, we receive, we've received two new members already since this has happened. And one has actually restored uh, their membership uh, this, this week. So, so God is already using this platform uh, the fact that we can communicate like this. I'm looking at 160 some odd people who are on right now. Um, and so God is using this uh, to make sure that his word goes forth. That's for his glory. That's for somebody's good right now. But more than that, more than that, I am absolutely convinced that when it's all said and done, we will look back on this and we will be different. Let me share something with you. I was, I was talking to one of my mothers this week, and she said to me, "This was this. It made me laugh, but it but it made me ponder as well." She said to me, "Reverend," she said, "There's no reflection on you." She said, "I want to take. I don't want you to take this the wrong way." She said, "But, but, but we used to pray more." 
And she said, she said, Reverend, I don't know. It just seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed like uh, we scared to get our knees dirty. <laughs> I said, Mother, you own to something right there. <laughs> Uh, and 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 so perhaps 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 some of this is to say you know what we need to be more serious in our own prayer lives we need to be willing to press into prayer unlike we've done before yes we we've don't don't get me wrong i i i'm not saying that we've been insincere in our prayers but have we been as serious has we been have we been as as fervent have we been as 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 earnest and regular in our prayer lives are we intent on pressing our way through maybe maybe god will use this for our good so that we pray more regularly pray more fervently pray with more passion go to our secret places and and give ourselves give our hearts give our all to god Somebody has been struggling with the whole idea of of worshiping um, by way of live stream, and and I thank you, K Chapel, that 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 has not been really our struggle. Um, but some have said, you know, Reverend, uh, uh, I, I I'm trying to tell my people and teach our people uh, that that it's that that we can do this and not have to come to the building, and and so many people are just stuck on the building. Listen, let me help somebody. There was a woman at a well in Samaria, and she asked the question. She said, uh, uh, the Jews say we ought to worship on this mountain, and our forefathers say we ought to worship on this mountain. She said, I perceive that you are a prophet, so you tell me, which mountain should we worship on? What's the right location for worship? And Jesus answered that question. He said, he, 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 he nipped it in the bud. He said, listen, it's not about where you worship. It's not about the mountain that you worship on. Those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Don't make it about your location. Make it about the condition of your heart. And so if anybody is stuck on, on the location, stuck on the building, stuck on it being in this place, you've got the wrong idea about what worship is in the first place. Worship is not about the building or the location. It's about the attitude and the condition of your heart. I want to end on this, beloved. We got, we got, we got news today uh, from our mayor and from our governor. Uh, both whom issued uh, stay-home uh, executive orders or shelter-in-place orders. And basically, basically, uh, the health care providers, uh, all of those uh, who are working around the clock to uh, give us the best data and the best information on how uh, to contain and curtail uh, this virus, all of them are saying we've got to practice social discipline, social distancing. We've got to, um, uh, we've got to use that six feet buffer, and we've got to stop uh, gathering in large places. We've got to stop having the large gatherings. Basically, if I could uh, uh, pull Medea in here for a minute, uh, what they're saying is, uh, sit down somewhere. <laughs> Just go sit down. <laughs> and you know. 
That's probably one of the most difficult things for man to ever do, to be still. To be still. You know, we've done some, man, humankind has done some awesome things. We have, we have flown rockets to the moon. We have uh, had all kinds of inventions, automobiles. We've, we, we, we've understood physics and, and created airplanes to be able to fly. We, we, we've, we've created, we, we've, we've found uh, all kinds of, of scientific breakthroughs. We, uh, penicillin and antibiotics and all. We, we've done all of these things that were great challenges, but perhaps the greatest challenge for mankind is to just be still. In fact, it's so challenging, God himself gave the command one day, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I've got this under my authority. Be still and know that nothing is too hard for God. God says, listen, get somewhere, sit down, be still. Quit trying to go on with your life as normal. These are not normal times. Be still. Quit trying to have your same calendar and your same agenda. You can't do life the same way right now. Be still. And so, and, and I would say, I would say to anyone who's struggling because we're seeing uh, churches and gatherings all across the nation, some that are, 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 are finding it difficult to, to be still, I would challenge you and say to you that it takes as much faith for you to be still. It takes as much faith, pastors, for you to close the doors as it does for you to keep the doors open. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It takes faith to close the door and say, I believe God is going to make a way for us. Come on, somebody. It takes faith to tell your people to stay home and, and don't come right now and, and let's wait this thing out. It, it takes faith to, to believe that. Watch this. Can, can, I, can I share with you? Can I share with you what, what I shared uh, with, with someone, some, some of my pastor friends? Because listen, let me be honest. Pastors are struggling right now. We have our own struggles. We we put on a good faith, but good face. But we have our own struggles. And when I said to one of our one of my pastor friends, and, and they agreed uh, that that it is very difficult right now because we're being asked to shepherd a flock that we cannot see. I want you to think about that for a minute. We're being asked to shepherd a flock wherever wherever our congregations are. We're being asked to shepherd you guys without being able to see you guys. And, and how can a shepherd watch his flock when he can't see them? <laughs> That's hard work. But I believe this, that those who endure to the end shall be saved. God is not going to forsake us. God is going to give us the strength that we need to get through this. And God is going to give us the grace that we will be faithful in our well-doing. So I'm... I'm encouraged. Yeah, I have my moments just like everybody else, but but I want you to know, beloved, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged that God is going to keep us. God is going to bless us. 
I'm listening to something at the window. I'm, I'm on the second floor, but those are just insects. Don't worry about it. I'm good. We're good. Tell your neighbor, pass is good. Pass is good. Uh, but God is going to keep us. God is going to be with us. God is going to be faithful to us. And so don't let what's going on right now cause you to wonder or worry where the Lord's hand is. God's hand is on us, around us, and protecting us. And I want you, beloved, to stay covered. Stay covered under the blood of Jesus. Mm. Stay covered under the blood of Jesus Christ. When you feel anxious and worried, plead the blood of Jesus Christ. When you are fearful and anxious and, and, and troubled and you can't rest or sleep, I want you to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. What? What? <laughs> Jesus is covering us, keeping us, and holding us. And I want you, I want you to stay, stay encouraged. All right. So listen, um, I, I want to end there. I want to thank you for joining in. Just a few announcements before we go. I do want you to, again, uh, let's abide by uh, our, our mayor's uh, request. Uh, listen, don't, don't gather uh, in large groups. Let's do our part. Stay in your home. Stay with your family. Uh, don't, don't, if you don't have to go out, don't go out. Uh, be still, y'all. Somebody ought to type that and text it and 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 uh, and send that out right now. Somebody somebody uh, 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 sent out the, uh, uh, the the sermon title I used a few weeks ago. The the church has left the building. I saw some T-shirts made. Uh, some somebody make some T-shirts and just say "Be still." Just do that. Be still right there. Uh, uh, send that out. Text that. Make that go viral. Be still. Be still, all right? Let's 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 abide by our mayors and our governor's uh, orders and requests. Uh, do want to let you know that we will continue with our online services at 11 a.m. Uh, we will continue to meet uh, uh, here uh, by the way of the sanctuary right now, uh, the, the small group that gathers. Uh, and we want to invite you to join us uh, and also invite your family and your friends uh, to join us as well at 11 a.m. We will continue also with our tithe drop-off. If you want to uh, stop by the church at on Fridays, Fridays from 10 to 3 and Saturday from 10 to 1, uh, you can drop off your tithes or you can mail it uh, as well. We're still receiving mail or uh, you can continue to use your app uh, or text to give. We are increasing our numbers uh, on the app. Uh, and I thank you for using that. Many of you who have never used it before are discovering how convenient it is, uh, how wonderful it is to be able to do that at any time of day, any time of night. And so we're seeing a, an increase in the usage of that. And I want to thank you for uh, using that modality. Also, uh, let me say a word of thanks, uh, give a word of thanks and shout out uh, to our deacons and our deaconess. You all are doing a fantastic job of staying in touch. Uh, you are helping me to shepherd this flock. And I thank you, deacons and deaconess, for the wonderful job you're doing in contacting and communicating uh, with our membership. Uh, many of you, uh, those of you who let us know that you had needs, uh, I've already gotten the reports that those needs have been met and wonderful job. Thank you so much to, for ministering uh, to those needs, deacons and deaconess. We thank God for you. I want you to continue to pray uh, for our, our Cade Courtyard community, uh, those seniors who are, are, are part of that community. Stay 
uh, in prayer for them. Uh, we know that that's a vulnerable population. Uh, we're doing our level best to keep them safe. Uh, again, if you have no business there, if you don't need to visit there, don't do that. Let's keep that community safe. Uh, make sure that they don't be exposed to any, any germs or any viruses or any bacteria of any sort. Let's keep them safe. Amen. Amen. God bless you and God keep you. I don't believe we're missing anything. Um, again, stay in prayer. Let's lift up. Let's lift up. Oh, let me let me tell you this. Um, uh, Reverend Powell is, is doing better. Uh, Reverend Powell is doing better. Many of you have been calling or texting rather. Uh, and, and I spoke with Bridget uh, earlier today. Uh, Reverend Powell is doing better. This is good news. Uh, but let me ask you this. I told you on Sunday uh, not to call and to text. Uh, uh, you all have been texting uh, day and night. And so I've gotten a, a request today uh, to ease up on the text now because Reverend Powell uh, is one who likes to text back if at all possible. Uh, but he's receiving so many texts from you guys. Uh, and, and he's wanting to text back and let you all know that he's receiving those. So just ease up a little bit uh, and just lift up, lift him up in prayer. Let him know that he, you're thinking about him. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. So uh, we will see you on Sunday, Sunday at 11 a.m. If our hearts and minds are clear, you pray for us. We'll pray for you. Let's pray together right now, beloved. Eternal God, our Father, how grateful and how thankful we are for this time together. We bless you, Lord, for being the great God that you are. We thank you, God, that we can depend on you, that we can trust you in good times and in bad times. Lord, we thank you that you are never uh, one who forsakes us, one who never leaves us, but you stay with us through good times and bad times. And Lord, because problems come that never uh, causes your power to be jeopardized, you are the all-powerful God, and for that we give you praise. God, we bless you tonight. We ask your blessings upon this city, upon this state, and upon this nation. God, do what only you can. We know what the numbers are saying. We understand what the data says. But God, we know that you are God all by yourself. And so, Lord, we pray right now. We pray for the supernatural to happen. We're, we, we still believe in miracles. <laughs> we still believe, God, that you're, you're the God who not only created the world, but you still can interrupt at any time. And so, Lord, we ask that you interrupt right now. We ask, oh God, that, that you interrupt the the trends and the data and the statistics and and that you you take that curve and make it flat in Jesus name God and I know you can bend the curve because you broke bread and bread came out of bread I know you can bend the curve because you blessed fish and fish came out of fish I know you can bend the curve because you took water and made it wine I know you can bend the curve because you walked on the water God nothing's too hard for you so, Lord, in the name of Jesus, do it now. Grant it now. We pray this prayer in the mighty, the matchless name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ. Amen. 
and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much for joining in. We want you to continue sharing this. Uh, it'll be on Facebook tonight when, once it is and share it with your friends, share it with your neighbors. Make sure that they get a good lesson on tonight as well. We will see you Sunday morning at 11 a.m. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you soon.